0: are ladies and gentlemen with the damn good show with damon and mike damn good, i am the microphone checker and <laughs> you always got, wanted to do that didn't I, you? I did i think i've always wanted to say that on, on uh on a recording.
1: so we got to figure out if we're gonna put a Doz effects uh loop in here somewhere
0: and maybe i can see that i can see that um so we are here today to start our first episode of the damn good show episode one episode one and primarily, I think uh, we're going to be talking about topics that relate to us, that are important to us. And, yeah, what and,
1: are we going to get into?
0: It's going to be kind of crazy. Yeah, I think so. A number of different things that are going on in the world, going on really just uh, in daily life that, you know, I guess you're sitting back contemplating on what those things mean to you, how they impact you and, and, yep. and what you're going to do the next day about it.
1: Yep, because honestly, if it matters to to us, there's going to be things that we talk about that happen in our daily lives. Yeah. We'll probably get into a few uh, (laughs) life stories. Maybe, maybe. That that we've gotten into. Um, And if it matters to us, it probably matters to you guys. So we just wanted to try to expand that a little bit, um, provide our viewpoint, um, and see where it takes us.
0: Really just our opinion. I I think today in society, um, people get crazy when – another person provides their perspective on on things and society as a whole lately has struggled with just being able to listen to other people and, and just relate without becoming, you know, kind of getting that defense mechanism kicking in is, well, you know, I, I was looking at an article, um, the other day that was, uh, just talking about the, the Gillette, um they had an ad, uh, you know, the Razor Gillette yeah, yeah, yeah. company. Obviously so, neither one of us uses that. No, we we are not at this time. <laughs> but there was an ad about Gillette and Gillette released this hashtag me too right. kind of ad. Yep. And it's essentially what I took out of the ad, you know, they're just saying that, hey, men need to step up to to check other men when they are encouraging bullying. Right. Um, one of the things that they talked about was or that they kind of highlighted was boys will be boys kind of thing. Yep. So boys, you know, getting into fights and getting in scuffles like that, um, that, you know, that's just natural. That's the thing that, you know, that we're supposed to kind of continue down that path. Yeah. I, I looked at it from a Neanderthal kind of concept, you know, uh, beating on your chest. So I got to be stronger. I got to beat the other man. You know, I I don't believe that that concept today is still valid. Um, you know, we are intelligent creatures, and so you know we can handle and resolve things through communication, um, through a number of different vices. But to to the point of that that story is that the the commercial or the ad went into a number of things, talking about bullying, talking about fighting, talking about um, just disrespecting women in general, right, and. It was crazy the response that they got. People bashing uh, Gillette, saying that they were attacking men, and I want
1: going against the original Me Too movement. Yeah,
0: so I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't see it that way. Yeah, Um, you know, I know that there are a lot of people that you know they have their their point of views on the hashtag Me Too. By the way, I'm a supporter of the hashtag Me Too, Uh, but. I, I just found it interesting that they immediately attacked the ad saying that media society is trying to take away masculinity, right. Yeah, and, and I didn't see it that way. i I saw it more along the line, um, especially with the message at the end of the ad that specifically stated, um, it specifically stated, that there are some good men out there doing good things, but some is not enough. And then they ended it with images of young boys. Yeah. And that those young boys were watching. They're watching our actions. They're watching what we're doing. And I I kind of commented on saying that, you know, those young eyes are on you. And our actions are going to become their habits. That's right. And right. so when I read the comments, it made me wonder. How many of those men are bashing the ad, but then saying, oh, it's okay with the actions that were taking place?
1: Yeah, that's definitely an interesting view. And Just so you know, right, the two of us have two young men Mm -hmm. that we're raising. I have a 14-year-old. He has a 13-year-old. And we always instill those kind of things like, you know, be a man, but also be respectful, so it's amazing that, that people can come back and just automatically, I think we're in it, you know, right? We always talk about this society where we're just in this, this action mode. Everybody wants to reply. Everybody's a beast behind the keyboard, mm-hmm. right? Um, so that's what, trolls. That's what we're, exactly. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to like achieve here is like, all right, let's be a voice. Let's be, instead of being a few right there, because people say oftentimes that I hear it growing up, because that's the way I was raised, chivalry's not dead, right? Because mm-hmm. there was a time when, I still opened the door up for my wife or at the time my girlfriend. Right? You know, I try
0: to do that every now and then, <laughs> you know, try to get those browning points. Uh.
1: But why, but you know, why has that got to be the, 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 not norm? Why is that yeah. got to be the exception? Yeah. And, um, and I think that's kind of the, the message, right? So why are those thoughts the exception? Why is it that they got to come back and, and say, well, you know, I appreciate the me too moment from a woman's perspective, but I also appreciate it from a man's. And there is two yeah. different views Yeah. and we, we support both of them. Yeah. Right. And why shouldn't we? because they're both valid, right? So I don't I don't want to feel like someone's stomping on me just because, you know, I'm over here supporting one thing, but then I can't support, support well, the other Well, I, I look so. at it
0: from the standpoint of, and again, you and I have never had a conversation about this, but when you think about the the uh, Black Lives Matter movement, yeah. um, and I'm, I'm going to do my best to kind of connect the two. So the the hashtag you know Black Lives Matter thing was was simply about you know African Americans being shot dead in the street um, by law enforcement or even just just in general right. um, going all the way back to the uh, the shooting um, in Florida the hashtag Black Lives Matter the the entire focus of that was just bringing um, awareness that black Individuals, African Americans, were being shot dead in the street, unarmed, um, sometimes running and provoked. Some of those situations, um, there were criminal acts that had been committed, and in other situations, they were individuals that were just, you know, going about their everyday lives. So that point I'm bringing up is that that individuals today they were attacking the Black Lives Matter situation because they were like, well, you know, what are you saying? That our lives don't matter, yeah. that police lives don't matter, that, you know, white people's lives don't matter. And that was never the message. But people come in and they start attacking it right. and then just stirring the pot and twisting the message and everything. And then you get away from the primary focus. And so with the hashtag Me Too, I believe it's the same thing. It's bringing awareness to women that have been attacked, women that have been put in situations where they were left vulnerable, but then you got those individuals that come in. Well, you know, well, why are you attacking? Why are you attacking men and, and different things? No, I, I personally don't see it as an attack on men. Right. I see it as it an attack on predator men, men that are committing those crimes. I've always been raised and taught that if you're guilty of something then you're the one that's getting mad about it. It's like, you know, you're in a room and someone passes gas and, you know, everybody <laughs> turning and looking at you. Yep. But you're the one that did it and then you, you get defensive. Well, well why y'all blaming me? Well, because yeah. the funk is coming from your ass. That's why. <laughs> you know, that's that's, that's how. Oh, crop that's, busters, man. Crop yeah, busters. but that's how, that's how I look at the situation. Yeah. So, again, you know, I, I don't take anything away from those individuals that then flip the script. And then and, and on the flip side too, there are individuals on the hashtag Me Too side that have gone ultra. You know, they're on they're on the flip side. So there are yeah. individuals that are attacking men, um, just the same way that there are individuals that are attacking the hashtag Me Too, right. moving away from its principle. Sure. And, and so you know, there there are are trolls on both sides. But let's not lose focus on what the purpose is, what the message is. And even going back to the black lives matter, there's a purpose. There's a focus that many people got away from on both ends. Of the, yeah. Of the and,
1: and I think, I think a lot of that's going to go to how the show's going to go. Right. Yeah. We want to address some of these issues and look at, so that the black lives matter thing is a micro problem. Right. Yeah. And we've, we've got a bigger macro issue, right. In, in it's in its society, it's culture. It's kind of where we're going. It's easy for people to reply to things. Now yeah. it's actually easy to find out information um, so, you know, what are you actually taking from some of these messages and what are you doing about it? What, mm-hmm. what, what message are you trying to drive? Um, in, you know, it, it, I will tell you up front, right? This isn't going to end up being some political show, by the way, this is going to be more of just opinions and ideas, right? Yeah, 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 <laughs> absolutely. Uh, so yeah, it, so we're going to talk about these things, but at the end of the day, they're going to apply to a lot of different areas in life, mm-hmm. a lot of different areas that you guys see every day. And it's the way our culture is going. It's the way society is going. It's the easy social media. Um, it, it's the reason why we're able to even do this kind of show. Right. Yeah. Because we have access to all this stuff. So um, keeping an open mind, um, keeping, uh, you know, an understanding of looking at the bigger picture is kind of what our message is. And, and I hope that we can start to kind of change that that viewpoint, like look at those little problems and really understand what those are from a micro And then then apply that same thought process, you know, to the macro of of the bigger, the bigger picture. You know,
0: even to add to that, I think um, many people today, I I, on kind of on another note, a friend of mine posted a message on Facebook and it was kind of a statement that I viewed as a non-issue. Yeah. Well, let me rephrase. I viewed it as an issue. But I viewed it as an issue that was just generating unnecessary anger and getting people okay. all worked up and mad for something that that I deemed minor. OK, I agreed with her message as far as, yeah, this needs this is something that needs to be addressed. But in the scheme of things, how I how I took it, I took it. I was like, man, there's so many bigger things going on in the world. Why are we wasting our energy? Why are we wasting our focus on this yep. kind of thing? And so we had a constructive, what I would say, a constructive back and forth. Um, we're, we're good friends. So, you know, we didn't at any point in time attack one another, but there were differences in our perspective, and our point of view. And so with that all said, I went back and I kind of looked at my responses and looked at how I, um, I guess, the the matter. And I started kicking myself. And the reason I started kicking myself, it was like, dude, you agreed with her. Mm -hmm. You agreed with her. You agreed with her message. You agreed with the topic that she posted and it needed to be addressed. You just didn't agree with how she was going about it. Yeah, you didn't agree with that. Hey, this doesn't necessarily um, warrant, you know, anger and all of our, you know, attention and stuff like that. And so I asked myself if if I agree with it why did I even comment on it to say hey this is this is not the course of action that you you know you need you need to take right and right. so I think society as a whole what we do is that we look at situations the way that I look at it I'm sorry about this I'm trying to turn this off we looked at we look at many situations the way that I look at it it's like I don't agree with your tactics yeah you know I agree I agree with it to an extent. I just don't agree with the tactics and created something that didn't need to exist. And so I think as a society, if we start looking at certain situations, like I agree with the situation, may not necessarily agree with the tactic. That tactic doesn't impact me in a negative way. That tactic doesn't necessarily impact anyone else in a negative way other than bringing light to the situation, bringing light to the narrative. Why do I even need to comment? Why do I even need to be? The question to me
1: in my mind, I'm a little more pragmatic about it, right? Yeah. Now that's addressing the issue. How do you do that today? Mm. I mean, that's the biggest problem. Like, can you actually, are people able to have a contextual conversation, you know, with no arguing, you know, Mm. you could take your side or whatever over social media. Yeah. Can you do it uh, on Twitter? Can you do it on Facebook? Can you do it on Instagram? I think that's the problem that people have mm. is understanding how to communicate that. It's hard enough for us to sit here, right? And have a, have a conversation. Well, it's easy for us to have a conversation. Yeah. We do it all the time, but like to be able to sit down with someone and communicate mm. what your, what your ideas are without getting it ramped up from zero to a hundred like that real quick. Because as soon as you say something, Man, you you
0: defense you, your defense mechanism right. comes turns on. It's like, "All right, I got to put my guard up. I got to put Man, my Man, talk up about build a wall.
1: I'm sorry. I shouldn't make that joke. No, nah, we too ain't gonna soon. make that yet. Yeah, soon. soon for that. Uh, one. <laughs> but you put you are putting a wall up. You're putting a barrier up. You're putting a defense mechanism up. to people and that, and I think that's the hard one is and mm. at some point maybe in one of these episodes we'll kind of address a little bit uh more in depth, mm. you know, what are some tactics you can take? What what is tactful when it comes to being able to converse over social media, over your phone, over your and, and, and at the end of the day, you know, if we're looking at old school style, right, we always say, well, pick up the phone and talk to someone or go communicate. That will never go away. But the truth is we're in a different we're in a different society. Well, and, and there's no reason why the way we communicate today isn't more or less respectful than actually being in front of someone. Mm-hmm. And people can argue the point. Right. And and, and I can see it both ways. But well, at the end of the day, this is the way the kids are being raised.
0: Yeah, This is what they're well, growing up in. I can tell you a lot of people today are more aggressive. On social media because no one's right in their face you well know? yeah
1: there's there's no there's really no accountability
0: yeah there's no accountability <laughs> but you know and i think this would be a great topic to discuss later on uh not to continue down this 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 rabbit hole because it can get uh, extremely deep and, yeah, and and go a long way but i think the best course of action is really to take your yourself out of the equation um, when it comes to particular topics, yeah. um, unless those situations directly impact you, um, whether it be physically, whether it be uh, financially, mm-hmm. then really it's just your opinion where you can then allow someone else to have their opinion.
1: What's the biggest thing you said when we first stepped into this was be a better listener. Yeah. Listen, man. I don't think people get that. Like, really. And actually, who was it? It was, um, I want to say it was Richard Branson. mm mm-hmm you know, the CEO of a Yeah. I was watching some of his clips and he always puts out a lot of good stuff. But one of the things that, that stuck with me years ago when he said it was, um, he tries his best to be the last person to talk.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Doesn't matter what situations he in. Cause at the end of the day, you may have an opinion mm-hmm. or something. It could be work. It could be just personal stuff that's going on. But at the end of the day, if you're sitting there having a conversation with someone really try to, try to listen, like keep your mouth shut for a while. And everybody knows I have a hard time keeping my mouth shut. And Lord knows Mike probably goes to that, too, because we like to talk.
0: We do. But <laughs> well, you know what? I have that I have that problem with my wife. Um, she's one of those individuals that I just absolutely hate arguing with. Yeah. Um, well, and and I'll rephrase <laughs> arguing because I, on a different note, I had a conversation with my son trying to define the difference between an argument, a conversation. A discussion or a debate or debate, yeah. you know, really just defining though. So I'm, I'm retracting my argument statement because <laughs> I don't argue with my wife. My wife always wins anyway. Uh, but the, the, the point that I was making with that, why I, I struggle with, with those debates or conversations because she's one of those individuals that once she makes her point, yep. she's done. Like yeah. cuts it off. Like I said, said done, what I had I'm to say. Done. and it's no point. And so me, you know, I'm still trying to get my point across yeah, of and course. she's walked, she's walked off. She's, I'm, you guilty. Know, <laughs> I'm guilty. Moved on to work or, or to something else. And then caused me Di- to check
1: myself. Was that Disney song? Let it go. Right. Yeah. Like, let it go. I have a hard time letting it go sometimes, <laughs> but yeah, I mean it right. I mean, and that's the end of the day. Be the last person to talk. Cause you know what? The funny thing that happens, and I've actually tried this before. Mm. I kept quiet. And during the conversation, my opinion changed mm. based on what I heard. A couple times, it hadn't had You know, there's some times where you gotta dig your feet in. and You really feel like you, you feel some, you know, some kind of way about something, and and you have to like, you know, prove your point. Mm. But there's been a couple times that I brought something up and we had a conversation, and I was quiet for a while. And during the conversation, I'm like, man. But see, I changed my I changed my view.
0: But see, I I, qu- I question that just a little bit because if you are. If you're stout in your belief or in a particular discussion, it doesn't really matter what anybody says and and to and to some extent that's what's wrong with society society because individuals nowadays they're just so blind to their 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 belief system or yeah. whatever it is it's like it's nothing you can do or show or say that that's going to change my mind and so i I'm not really questioning it because I I know I said I question it, but <laughs> I actually um commend that type of thought process for you to really be able to change your mind because sometimes yeah. sometimes in society that's important, that's needed to be able to listen and say, you know what, your 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 argument in this particular case or matter is, you know, is 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 decent enough for me to go back and, and really um, assess yeah. my beliefs that you know i, I think it that. depends on i
1: think it depends on the topic right I mean well yeah right i mean the ones I'm really referring to actually happen to be at work and it's not that I swung way right and went left or you know hmm. i was I was on this side of the fence and wanted to jump over it but I had a little more perspective hmm. right that formulated my my point of view now i may i think in, in one particular case I still kind of held true to what I believed but I was open to the input from other people. So yeah. I, at the, I, at the end of the day, I think there's two ways to look at that. Right. And it also depends on the topic. And if, but if you do feel strongly about something, you know, speak up, but do it the right way.
0: So my question to you, is it better to stand strong and have the last word at the end, or is it better to listen? And then maybe, you know, have I, your think, mind I think
1: it's different. Like, so how do you want the conversation to go? Mm-hmm. If you want to steer the conversation, mm mm-hmm then it's all about your approach to start with. It could be the question that you ask. It could be how the topic is presented. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, it, it it depends. And I hate, that's not a very satisfying answer. <laughs> but it depends, right? If you want to try to steer the conversation, I think you, you're you upfront about what your belief is. And mm-hmm. you, you. But then at the end of the day, I still find myself, I present my original point, mm-hmm. and then I kind of sit back. And I'm like, all right, where is this going to go?
0: Well well, how about the the concept? Because I like when you say steer the conversation, but when we're trying to look at the totality of society and, and the way that everyone has all these different perspectives and yeah. points of views and opinions on, on different things, what if we kind of kind of walked hand in hand opposed to right. and, and, and I know that's a weak statement to say walk hand in hand but when you have individuals everybody's trying to steer everybody's trying to take the steering wheel it's just yep. like the you know the old saying there's too many cooks in the kitchen for kind sure of thing <laughs> what what if there was a balance and as you said earlier you know that may not be the 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 answer everyone wants to hear yeah. but what if there was a balance where hey I I'm giving my my point of view but I, at the same time I'm, I'm willing to listen to another person's narrative another person's perspective and maybe intertwine some of my thoughts in their thoughts to come up with a better solution. Right. I think that that's the the. There's challenge. a middle ground everywhere, right? Yeah, but no, but Usually. but many people today aren't willing to do that. No, and so it's either it's either uh, I'm gonna stand strong mm-hmm. or I'm gonna blindly follow you down down a street or a road. Yep. I don't need to be on. Or they'll it.
1: make some blanket statement that doesn't include everything else in and yeah. the, the 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 totality of actually what they're thinking about, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, no, I. It's again not a satisfying answer. Yeah. Neither one of us have the answer. <laughs> but all we could do Maybe. is kind of explain our thought process and how we how we dissect the yeah. information and, and stories and things like that. So So going back to Branson.
0: Branson. Yes. Branson. Yes. So you know, uh Virgin Airlines, you know, um, have you heard about all where, the changes that are where they going to space? Well, no, I'm just talking I'm just talking about oh just, the airlines. Flying, just airlines. Oh,
1: we're gonna get into this
0: topic. Yeah. All no, right. we gotta get into that. I mean you mentioned space, but I'm not. I don't want to go into space. No, no, no. I just no, it's
1: just I, the recent one I saw in the news. But. Well,
0: I would love to go into space, but I think what they were talking about—twenty million or or something ridiculous for yeah, just we, a flight. We on ain't the, got that. Yeah, I don't have that right now. Unless y'all want to help us out. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but no, the airlines, <laughs> airline industry has been, you know, on this uh, interesting, um, I guess road. Uh, for lack of better terms uh airlines on the road with well, That's a contradiction. That right. is a contradiction. <laughs> but these airlines are mm-hmm. now charging uh individuals for for seats. Yeah. Uh well, a lot of them let let me clarify cuz I guess you got to pay for your seat to get on the plane, but they're charging you to to, to, pick, your to seat. pick your seats.
1: Yeah, now you want to customize it.
0: Yeah, and that and that in itself is not a new concept because they've they've always had that especially for like uh you know, if you wanted extra leg room, or if you wanted, um, what the what is it the the exit row? Yeah, I mean, the exit row has a lot. They so, charge you, you know, now. They were charging you for those seats, so you know that concept they in used itself to not. is not new. Yeah, they used to. And not. I've
1: been flying for over twenty years, yeah. right? <laughs> but for my job, but, but like, it's
0: changed a lot. But now they charge you to pick any seat. So just hypothetically, if you and I were flying together, we bought our tickets together and we purchased them online i'm not in the middle on the same flight i'm not in the middle no well see i like aisle or window i can do either one oh, so then we'd have the space in the middle Yeah. All right. uh <laughs> but we would have to we would have to select our seats yeah and pay for it in order to sit together you get you pay for the extra fee yeah we would have to pay a fee yeah right in order to sit together on flights yep and
1: so i saw that actually happen Crazy enough, I it happens to families also. If you guys are families and you travel with kids, you know what we're talking about. Yeah. Why is a mother who's got two kids with her by herself end up getting separated from her kid. from her kids? And it could be two, three, four, five years old toddlers. It could be teenagers. Maybe you want to be away from your teenager. I don't know. <laughs> At some point, I'm thinking. Well, I like having my kids near me, but maybe not. De- but depending
0: on how long the flight is. But
1: I, I actually saw what happened a couple of weeks ago. So yeah. I, like you know, I travel a lot for my full time job. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get to see, and of course, uh, we didn't mention this, but we, we live in Orlando, right? So, um, there's a lot of flights that come in and out with kids. Mm-hmm. I just don't see how, now the cool part is, let me tell you the cool part about this. Believe it or not, as all the, you know, all the stories you hear that are the negative stories mm-hmm. out there, there's a lot of good people on those planes, man, that, that witness what's going on and they'll, they'll try to help out. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had it happen to me, too, and my wife has had it happen to her when she was flying by herself. People were willing, usually, to shift around, but I'm telling you, sometimes it gets a little nasty.
0: Well, no, even—
1: even <laughs> well, Why go through all that trouble? If well, you can't just
0: put people together in their seat. You buy three tickets, four tickets. Well, let me tell you the extra, the extra uh, steps that the airlines are going to. So, a friend of mine, we were actually um, in Arizona for the uh, Fiesta Bowl uh, watching UCF uh play unfortunately UCF lost uh, to LSU um but we were there for for that game and we were we were heading back so a friend of mine ran into a friend of mine um she was traveling with her girlfriend and she was telling me that they were on a flight that they had to pay to pick their seats well they didn't do that and so when you get to the terminal you get to the gate then, as people are boarding, then they essentially assign you a random seat. Yeah. So they were uh, separated. They were separated because they didn't purchase seats together. And this isn't Southwest. No, this, used to. Was, this was this American was American Airlines. airline. This was American Airlines. Not even one. well, not even the budget airlines like Frontier and Spirit. This was something that they did or were doing for for many years. But this is a new concept that's being taken to the profitable or or the the bigger airlines, bigger airlines, yeah. the bigger airlines are, are now taking on this same concept. So essentially, they were separated. Get on the plane, come to find out, there are like twenty open seats on the plane. Right. So wasn't even flight wasn't even sold out. Mm-mm. Still separated them. So they go to move, so they can sit next to each other. Flight attendant stops them. Walks up and says, "You didn't pay for that seat. <laughs> oh, you got to go back to your seat." Seriously, dude. She was devastated. She was like, really? And so when she told me the story, I was I was thinking, so are they gonna get to the destination? We're gonna land in Orlando, and then a supervisor from American Airline is standing at the on the tarmac saying, Hey, nobody move. Our supervisor has to come on to the airline and do you know how crazy a, that is to Make me? an assessment, make sure everybody's sitting where they're supposed to be. Do you know seat.
1: how crazy that is to me?
0: That's I mean it's crazy. Because when I So again,
1: I fly a lot. I've been doing it for a long time. When I first started flying, I I used to live up near uh, D.C., Washington, D.C., in Northern Virginia. I fly out of Dulles, go everywhere. My region that I worked in actually Mm. was the West Coast. I was was living in Northern Virginia, and all my work was in, like, California and Mm -hmm. Hawaii and whatnot. Anyway, so I flew a lot. Used to be able to get on the the plane. Maybe there was a first-class seat that was open. Mm-hmm. You go there, and you nice to the to the people boarding the plane. You're like, hey, I really could. You know, it's a long flight out to Denver or out the out to L.A. You know, you think I can? You think I can swing up there if that seat's still open? Oh yeah, sure, honey. You can come on up, right? That's how it used to work. Yeah. How long ago was that? A long time ago. <laughs> but listen, so I I can understand the change in what happened, right? So 9/11 happened. We all know that, that things changed after that. Now they won't let you go between first class and commercial seats, like the basic seats in the back. I'm actually okay with that. Like, at the end of the day, I would like to sit up front, but I'm not crying about it, right? But I can see why they don't want you moving back and forth. But they still let, in the main cabin, they they let you sit wherever you want,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? If no one else is getting on the plane, and it's a 300-seat plane, and there's only 200 that are seated...
0: Well, I've been in situations... Why not move? Well, I've been in situations where I was the middle seat um, before, right. and then there were open seats. So, and let me just go... Like, mm. Yeah, let me... Let me jump over to one of those open seats, you know, and 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 relax for the flight. No one
1: on the plane cares. No, I but, bet you the, the flight attendants
0: don't even care. No, but now at the end of the day, but now, you know, they uh, they're holding true to it. It's really about the dollar and and how much revenue can we maximize? Well,
1: I'm gonna sound like an old fogey if I go down this path, right? Because mm-hmm. I used to be able to eat my meals even in the main cabin mm-hmm. with. Metal forks, metal spoons, and actual, you know, most of it was plastic plates anyway. But it was actual food. Now you got to pay for every damn thing. You're lucky if you get like a quarter of a Coke Mm -hmm.
0: in a cup or water. Well, to give you even a deeper story, talking about that, there was a lady that got sick on the plane. Oh, yeah. So, lady got sick on the plane. She's throwing up. And rarely, I mean, how many flights have you ever been on and you saw someone actually using the, the vomit bag? That's nasty. And... And so this lady had to go to the restroom. She was vomiting and throwing up. And then she comes out. She's feeling a little better. So the flight attendant asked her if she, you know, do you need a ginger ale or anything like that? Yeah. Mind you, um, you know, I don't know if we're gonna <laughs> get, get dinged for this by by saying the airline, but it was the, the 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 one that uh promotes animals on on their planes. Okay. Um, so without actually, you know, putting them on blast, they uh Asked the woman, do you need a soda, ginger ale, or something for your stomach? And she said, Absolutely. So they hand her, they hand her the drink. At least they ask her. They handed her the drink her today. And then gonna pull out the, the, no, the, the they pad, didn't. the charger. So the lady had to walk back to her seat to get her credit card oh, so she could pay for the ginger ale. You they asked her if she needed it because she was feeling bad. She was she was sick I'm gonna, on the phone. I'm gonna give you the Charles Barkley one. That one was just terrible.
1: Terrible. That is terrible. So I'm are like, you serious? They're people. They charged her for
0: people it. nowadays. I mean, like, there's no compassion whatsoever That's when it comes to just a fellow man. I mean, and really, I mean, is how much is the airline losing?
1: But you know what? For, I, I think I it was dollar like, ninety nine. Maybe some of that comes down to experience of the flight attendant, right? So mm-hmm. maybe. Maybe you know. Maybe she was new. Maybe she was like, "Well, I gotta follow the letter of the law. I don't want to get fired." But why does she? Why is she under that pressure?
0: Mm, because that's the pressure that they they put them under. But you know,
1: why why does she have to feel that way? That's the, the, I'm, I'm always root cause analysis, right? She shouldn't have to feel that way, mm. because the airline told her that. I'm just telling you, if you're sick, I'm gonna try to help you out. They can and, they can eat the, the two dollars for the drink.
0: Yeah, especially <laughs> especially nowadays when when you're on social media and things can come back and bite you. Yeah. So quickly, come back and bite you, just you know kicking y- people off the plane y- for <laughs> saying something stupid. Uh well, um just just looking at it from a PR standpoint, kind of uh once again flipping the switch. I was in the post office the other day and I was sending off a package. I bought some glasses online through a Kickstarter um, program. Okay. I'm um, going to rephrase. I was actually, I, I won a pair of glasses because I bought, they did two pair. They did two uh, Kickstarters, The original pair I bought. Yeah. Um, and then fortunately enough, I was able to win another pair. I don't win anything, um, by the way. Well, you know. My kids win everything. It's all, right, it's sorry, all, about, it's all about that luck. I'm breaking up your It's story. all about that luck. <laughs> no, but. <clears throat> uh with the situation, the new pair that I got mm-hmm. broke. I mean, it broke after just a week of wearing it. Uh, it's a little little knob on it that allows the, the arm to swing on. Well, that's well, gar- that garbage engineer- yeah. engineering. So it broke off, and I was sending the glasses back. So I went to the post office, and I needed tape okay to tape so you yeah, know yeah, how yeah. back in the day they they had the tape in there yeah, and you yeah. could wrap up your stuff well they don't do that anymore Mm-mm. and so they have the 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 priority mail or the express mail tape <clears throat> and so i was asking the lady because the company they they were they're going to exchange the glasses give me another pair right exchange them and Good they, for them, they by provide the you they provide you with the slip yep. uh the postage RMA, so they they, they covered everything sure and and so I wasn't sure what the status of that that shipping was. Was it a priority? Was it an express or whatever? So I asked the lady, I gave her gave her the the slip uh, that was provided by the company. And she said, well, no, it wasn't a priority. First class. So I could not use No, it was standard. Oh, um <laughs> Even I worse. couldn't I couldn't Parcel use standard. the the priority tape. She said, because they don't allow her to do that. And she uh, then pulled out some packing, not packing tape, but it was more like scotch tape. Um, but it was a lot thicker than scotch tape. It was on the reel, you know, the big those yeah. big reels. You you pull them off. Now, it wasn't packing tape because the packing tape is thick. But yeah, this right. was like, like tape you would, you know, use for, you know, uh, wrapping gifts. But for whatever reason, it was thick. It was thick. So mm-hmm. she said, look, if you can use this, you can use this because they don't allow us to to give you this tape because of rules you, and regulations. You, you know and stuff. you know
1: how they get that, right? Because I ran into the same thing. Mm. Um, people go in line, same thing. I didn't have tape, which happens. Everybody knows it happens. And someone else has to buy a roll of tape. Mm-hmm. But they only need it for that one day in that one little box that they have. So what they do is they end up just leaving it. So the only way you probably had tape is that another person bought it and left it there at the post office. No, you know what? That's what uh, she told me that they do. They take the take oh, wow. people leave it. Wow. But they do have the other stuff. Uh, that's they probably got 500 rolls of them in the back. They probably
0: do. <laughs> well, all in all, she gave me the thing. Okay. So, she told me well, you can't stand here. You can't stand at the counter and rap. You got to you got to move. So you got to get out of line. Yeah, got to get out of line because, you know, they they have rules and stuff and and you're not allowed to rap. So you got to move. So I just step away because they had like a little island just right behind me, so I yeah. turn around, step right at the island, and start wrapping it. And so I'm using it. I'm I'm taping down the the sheet, and then there it's paper that I printed. So the packing slip that the company provided, I printed at home right. on paper. And the post office doesn't provide you with a slip, slip to put it in to yeah. put it in. Yeah. So I'm thinking, well, you know, I'm shipping this. If this gets wet. Or you're anything happens over, or it right? tears, yeah. then you know the package is not gonna make it. <laughs> so I started taping the paper down right. and covering the paper. This woman was like, uh-huh. <laughs> she gave me, like, yeah, let me clear my, me, the, <clears throat> uh-huh, <laughs> and was like, uh, you've used enough tape. Oh, now she's monitoring and how yeah, much So tape then you're she's using. monitoring. First it's free. Yes, then she's monitoring <laughs> that tape and. So, what my, my immediate thought was there was another lady in line that came up right behind me. So, yeah. I'm thinking that she needed the tape to help that lady with something. Yeah, maybe. So, I hand. handed it back to her and then let her finish. And as I looked, she never used it. So, I said, hey, I just need a few more strips because I was literally almost done. Mm-hmm. I said, I only need a few more strips. And she said, she the words out of her mouth was, you have used enough. Damn <laughs> tape. Tape police. And <laughs> she the tape police. And so <laughs> I'm like, dude, you, so you're going to sit here and make me buy a roll of tape just so I can hey. just finish this last piece. I, but mm. fortunately, another lady, you know, the way things work out, mm. God's always working. Um, another lady came. She had a big box. She was trying to wrap up some stuff, but she had some tape. So she sure. let me use the last few, you know, get a couple of strips from her. Now, she actually had packing tape. So I got that on there, but then the lady—I mean, there were other people that came, and the lady just points to the camera and say, "You see that camera right there? You know they are watching us. They're watching our oh, actions. Oh, here we go, and, big brother. You know what they're gonna do is they're gonna call me to the back of the room, and I'm gonna get written up. And then if I get too really? many written up, right up, yeah, she went through the, the whole spiel. She went through the whole <laughs> spiel. I get too many write ups, then I'm gonna get fired. And I'm like, well, you know, that's the that's one thing that I don't want to happen yeah, to you, absolutely. but I understand that they're under their financial straight, but I mean, if they're putting their employees in, that's crazy. in a situation where they're, they, they, they can't provide customer service or even just simple common decency, uh, because of cost. Then, you know, just shut the whole thing down and let Amazon, right. uh, UPS and FedEx. Just, hey, all jokes aside,
1: that's the truth. Yeah. Because if, 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 if if you were working at the post office and mm. you feel pressure because of these rules and you have to you have to adhere to mm. what's the point? Yeah. You're right, you don't hear that from Amazon. I lived overseas for five years, as, mm. as Mike knows. We were over in Germany. All of their mail is privatized. Mm. I think DHL does it in Germany where I was at. I've seen, yeah. So they do they do local and they do the international. So it's all privatized over there. Yeah. Now whether that's right, wrong, or indifferent, I don't know if it costs more, costs less, whatever. But that's a whole different yeah and, topic for another day. And, but,
0: and being sensitive to employees, so as I say, shut the whole thing down, taking yeah. into consideration that you know people will lose their jobs. Uh, let's just say we'll 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 present it with a with a kind of disclaimer that those those individuals will have the opportunity to transfer to ups fedex or amazon so they will still be gainfully employed yeah, absolutely not. We you know we got it we got to be con- cognizant of the uh pr police i
1: think i think we're gonna we're gonna ride that line right yeah we're gonna be truthful <laughs> about it but at the end of the day we're not trying to hurt anybody it's, yeah it's, opinions right opinions these are our opinions. opinions opinions matter yes and they're just like bungholes everyone's got them yeah <laughs> we got ours we're sharing them with you hopefully you like it yeah
0: so what else that's uh good for the day? I think we're good for today. This is uh episode one. Episode one. And we're gonna call this one in the bag. Call it in the bag. But hey, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for joining us today. And hopefully we will have the opportunity to see you guys in the future and hopefully more often than not.
1: Hey, do us a favor, right? We're gonna say it everybody else says on these podcasts and video logs and everything else. Mm. Like it, share it, comment, do whatever, get the word out. We also want to hear from you. We want to hear some ideas. What are some things that we can talk about? Yeah, we got a few things in in the in the in the um in the lineup. We think we're going to cover. We might get into what, um, college. College, right? uh, Again, I Again, a we lot got of two kids. teenagers, right? Yeah, going a to lot of people
0: evening. is is are are looking for, um, I guess the process of applying for college, looking for financial aid, and even some that may be athletically or academically inclined and looking for some scholarships. So, so
1: yeah, you got you got. Two guys we went to we went in ACC schools right mm-hmm. I went to Virginia Tech and Maryland went University to Maryland, of Maryland yep um you know we both went through school Mike's a student athlete so he's got that perspective mm-hmm. hopefully we could share some of that um, got some experience here at, at UCF and and of course I help out with um, some r- remote help with Virginia Tech for admissions so hopefully uh we'll, we'll give a little perspective at least Yeah.
0: and then lastly um as far as you guys providing us some insight Um, We're hoping that we'll be able to bring in some special guests or individuals that are experienced in a particular topic. Uh, Just for instance, the uh, L.A. Unified School District is uh, having a strike uh, today and maybe having some teachers come in and just talk about their perspective and and the entire education component or even in business, uh, have some entrepreneurs come in, talk about starting their own business, starting their own business yeah. or a number of different things. But, um, Hey, I, I look forward and I think this is going to be uh, really exciting. I actually think so. Yeah.
1: It's going to be cool, man. Yeah. We'll get in all kinds of stuff. So let us know what you want to hear. Um, we'll be happy to try to go down any path you want. Um, we'll keep it all to our opinions and, uh, keep all the other junk out. But, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. All Thanks. right. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining this us is, again. Damn. Damon and Mike presenting the damn, damn, damn good, good show.
0: show. Peace. Peace.